Hello. All right, and we're going live. Uh, countdown. Just press the button. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh Why my are you God, one minute that's so late. funny. It makes my skin crawl. I know, I know, I know. Well, thanks for tuning in to yeah, the Second Paradigm Podcast. Let's get you in the frame here. a little bit more I know. Here. I, I moved yeah, from our did. original setup. That's okay. Like, scoot that's all, all right. In the corner. I'm a corner dweller. So, thanks hmm. for being here. This is our live broadcast. Um, you know what I was really wanting to say? What? I was wishing we could be like, brought to you by Dutch Bros. Brought to you by Dutch Bros. I was really wanting that. <laughs> I just, that's a sponsorship that's I could get on board with. And uh-huh. I love them. Yeah, I do love them too. Yeah. I know it was half an hour before the podcast. And I was like, do you want to go to Dutch Bros? And I was like, it's half an hour before the podcast. We definitely don't have time. I know. And then I got all sad and sulky and stomped around. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> and we still didn't go to Dutch Bros. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It didn't change anything. No, it didn't. Um. So yeah, that didn't work. I was trying to use mm-hmm. my manipulation tactics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't work. But yeah, because I was just thinking of all the, the people that work there that we've gotten to know over the course of however many months we've been here. And it's just been really cool. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's it's like such a highlight in my day to go there and to get a coffee and to have these little side conversations. And there's no like divisiveness or division or like, I don't know, even though they're all wearing masks. I did ask one girl yesterday, Maggie, I asked her if she had like a gnarly tan line. And she's like, oh yeah, I don't take this off. Yeah. She's like, I don't want any of my coworkers seeing. She's like, it's like tan and then white. Yeah, that's crazy. Because uh-huh. they stand out in the hot sun and take orders. Yeah. Yeah. All day. All day. But they wear, wear like ice pack ch- yeah, like vests. it's wild. They have like ice packs for the iPads. and mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just cool because it feels like even that barrier has broken, like the mask barrier mm-hmm. that I generally feel. It feels like it's not really there because they're just so engaged. Mm. It's cool. And it just feels like it's embedded in their culture and just how they be. Like they would be just as engaged without the mask, you mm-hmm. know? It like didn't it didn't like it didn't shift their business. Yeah. And they're not like patrolling us and telling us like, hey, if you come back, you need to wear a mask. For sure. Because if for they sure. said that, I'd be like, all right, well, we won't be back then. Thanks. Yeah. And they, there's none of that. It's yeah. just there's no policing. There's no. It's just nice. Yeah, and I feel like it says a lot on, about like, their company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And you can tell at all their locations. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They're it's like consistent. Jarringly friendly. So this this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Dutch Bros. <laughs> by, by Dutch Bros. <laughs> they just don't know it. Zero dollar sponsorship. <laughs> It's very exciting to have our, our first sponsor, <laughs> a pro bono sponsor. Yes, pro bono sponsor. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I just like them. I like all the people that work there. It's just, it's the vibe is so friendly and inviting. And mm. yeah, it just speaks mm-hmm. volumes of like the like the meat and the bones and the bottom, like the foundation of their organization. Because I think you go into other coffee places like Starbucks and it's just like everyone's policing everyone and everyone's just like angry and there's this like underlying tension. Mm -hmm. But I don't experience that at all at Dutch Bros, like not Mm -hmm. even a little bit. Mm -mm. It's so cool. So it just speaks volumes of how they of how they run it. Yeah, it's cool. It's consistent too, Mm -hmm. across the board, across the states that we've experienced it. So anyway, roll the intro. Oh, Oh, caught me off guard there. (laughs) 
whistles knocking relentlessly You're one of God and a collective of everything We're literally the same matter as the trees, the stars, the breeze That alone we breathe The only truth is interconnectedness Separation is only forgetfulness Wake up to this grounded existence Led by soul where the world stands witness Yeah, I know. It just plays silently for us, but it streams it out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to take a moment and settle in. Okay. I do better when I take a moment and settle in. It's true. I know. I keep catching you off guard. <laughs> I know. I know. The Dutch Bros sponsorship and <laughs> all, the just lies. all sorts of things are just the so lies. unplanned. Rolling the intro early. I'm just so the, kerfluffled, the as Robin me. would say. <laughs> kerfluffled. <laughs> Robin or Bella, however you know her. <laughs> Uh, feel free to settle in on your end, too. This is my favorite thing to do in life. <laughs> Especially when the energy's ramping up and I feel things dropping in. It's so helpful for me to not just, like, to ride. Cause so when the energy drops in, I can feel there's almost, like, two pathways. One is I can kind of click into it and I settle into the energy. The other way is that I manically kind of, like, I don't know, I just start to kind of get a little manic and, like, miss the mark a little bit. Mm. So I can feel that in myself so I want to always kind of make sure I like settle through the like all right we're live and the you know like Mm. the little things like settle through all the little like bodily functions that still like (laughs) fire and then okay cool yep let's settle and let's drop into like what's actually here the topics Mm. that are really here the field is really here all of that (sighs) Mm -hmm. um so what what I was thinking of couple minutes before this when I was putting product in my hair was uh Liz mm-hmm. asked us if we can talk about politics which is funny because I think oh, we, yeah. we, we always, always talk about we politics, always talk about politics. <laughs> but I think something that we haven't really done is like a broad overview of of some things okay so I'd love to talk about some things that sure. I so I see this movement happening in people like Brandon Tatum, mm-hmm. right? Where like he founded Blexit with Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. And there's this like really big, almost like mass exodus away from the Democratic Party and the perspectives that have been held there for a really long time. So I think there's like the, there's the top down politician perspective mm-hmm. of like, okay, here's the things that we're actually trying to accomplish. And then there's the media marketing message that kind of overlays that and sells it to the people. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to see more and more people parsing through the two mm-hmm. and going, yeah, like this sounds really good, but that's not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And what they're actually doing and what they're alluding to is actually this. So I think like the more that, I don't know. It's it's just weird seeing more and more people one even get engaged with politics that it's mm-hmm. even a thing. I think because we're in the lockdown, everyone has more time, For sure. and because there's this weird kind of sense of like, what the heck is going on with this thing? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people started to look deeper into just like policies and listen to a bunch of people who have been politics for a long time mm-hmm. unpack all of these things. Like I started listening to Ben Shapiro. Yeah. A totally different perspective than I've ever heard before on anything mm-hmm. on like Obama, who I like loved. I loved that he was on social media. I was like, holy crap, this guy's mm-hmm. on social media. That's so weird. Like, this mm-hmm. is just where me and all my friends like talk about skateboarding, you know, like or mm-hmm. whatever, like back in the day. And it was just so weird seeing it start to integrate into the 
kind of mainstream and to watch more and more people pile on now and and listening to people that are like, yeah, I've been in this for 30 years talking about corruption and talking about the Republicans versus Democrats. I just think we're in a really unique time. So I think it'd be fun to frame some of that conversation with, I don't know, some of the things that I've learned and then to kind of tell stories and see what else is here. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, take it away. Okay. Yeah. Does this feel good? Does this feel on point or no? Well, we can I, go to a totally different direction. I don't know. Too. I like the more gossipy podcasts. The more gossipy <laughs> podcasts. Well, I think we can we can still weave in all of that and talk about all the examples and all of those things. But <laughs> yeah, do you let, know what I'm saying? Because I, I like the the more real, tangible example that's like here. What do you mean? That's here. The comment that you just got on your post that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we should talk about stuff like that. You think we should talk about stuff like that? Okay. Well, yeah, we can weave, However, we can weave both through. together. Okay. That's what I was feeling. I was like, oh, here we go. Here's our content for the podcast. It yeah, felt so obvious. I know. I know. And, I, and I feel that. And like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what? so those are the things that I think are here. Okay. So where where do you want to start? You start with the politics thing. Okay. Because I don't, I don't really know what you want to explain. You don't really explain. know what I'm wanting to explain. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, so here's what I'm realizing lately. There's a, there's a few points and they all weave together. One is that a lot of people, myself included, had no idea what politics was even about. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being in college and like someone called up my cell phone from the, the U of A. Mm-hmm. And they were, it was like from the, I don't know if it was the poli sci department or psychology or something, but they were like, Hey, we're just polling people asking some political questions. Would you be willing to answer? And I was like, sure, totally. And they were like, all right, do you know what Republicans and Democrats are and stand for? And I was like, uh, I, I, not really like, yeah, no, I don't. And they're like, do you know what like the Republican party stands for? I was like, nope, not, not really. I couldn't tell you. Like, do you know what the democratic party stands for? I was like, ah, uh, nope. Yeah. I really can't tell you at all. Mm-hmm. And the more I learn about it, the more just fascinated I am from a spiritual perspective. Now with like this work we've been doing for three years, mm-hmm. I'm so fascinated looking at all this and going, holy crap. Like it's weird that there's the same types of emotional manipulation in politics as we've been talking about in the coaching industry for the last three years. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same things. Mm-hmm. And when I watch those narratives starting to get like upheaved in yeah. the same way that I think lots of people started to give backlash to the coaching industry, mm-hmm. maybe like a couple years ago it started yeah. or a year ago it started it's cool watching this happen because it feels just like a massive, a massive kick of awareness from just the general population about these little pockets of corruption, how they work and the mechanisms underneath them that didn't used to be so obvious, but suddenly are mm-hmm. just so fucking yeah, obvious. It's really clear. So I think in the coaching industry, we've been talking about like yeah. emotional manipulation. I just wrote a blog post, which was scary for me to just say it that plainly, but I'm just doing it anyway. These days there's this, there's this like catchy headline emotional manipulation and then insert whatever you want into that emotional manipulation system Mm -hmm. that I see happening by button. Yeah. Then by button (laughs) that I see happening, not just in the coaching industry, which is literally meant to help people, but also in politics, which is literally meant to help people. Like it's this, it's weird seeing them in these pockets. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing I'm noticing the most in, 
I don't think the Republican Party is perfect by any means. I just don't know. I don't know enough about the underlying like mechanisms and manipulations, and I'm sure it all exists there too. But what shocked me was being like a Californian hippie and even just like a really liberal person before that and kind of sandwiched in between that. I just always kind of thought that Democrats were better and Republicans were like like assholes mm-hmm. that was always what i thought and like i remember even my brother posting back in the day which is funny because neither of us knew about politics because we grew up as jehovah's witnesses and mm-hmm. they're like we're politically neutral so we don't learn anything about anything i remember him posting something back in the day that was like was like my sense of what the difference between the parties is is like democrats are like from the heart and mm-hmm. republicans are from like the shadow or from like the mind or something mm-hmm. and someone commented underneath like that's like that's a really, really bad oversimplification. Mm-hmm. And now I'm seeing that. And I kind of like resonated with that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, like it just seems like the Democratic Party just wants to give more to people. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you be against free health care? How can mm-hmm. you be against like basic human rights? How can mm-hmm. you be against equality? But now as I'm seeing the way that the policies play out, I'm noticing that Republicans aren't debating them on like, are humans equal? Mm-hmm. Or should women have rights? Or like, should minorities have better opportunities? There's no debate about that. Everyone's on the same side. Mm-hmm. Flat out. It's mm-hmm. like there's zero debate. Mm-hmm. There's not a single person, a single like mainstream politician that's going out there and being like, well, you know, I actually <laughs> think black lives don't matter that much. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually a, uh, a, a Nazi and I believe in you, mm-hmm. nobody. That's sure. not an opinion that exists there. The debate is on should the government get bigger or should the government just stay out of people's lives and let these things play out in other ways? Is Mm -hmm. it actually the government's role to mandate certain things into law? Is it the government's role to make that Jewish business serve cupcakes to the like to the homosexual couple who like they don't agree with and like they have a fight and they're like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know how what to do. Like, should the government step in and go, no, it's illegal for you to not make cupcakes for them or on the other extreme to not make cupcakes for the Ku Klux Klan. You know, like it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's illegal. You have like discrimination. And and there's all this weird fine lines. And depending on what side of the political spectrum it is, people get m- more rights than other rights. Like there's all sorts of weird stuff happening on going on. But the thing that I think is missing from at least was missing for years from my foundational understanding of politics is that, for example, it's not free health care. It's everybody gets taxed and then people who can't afford health care get it for free. People who could have already afforded health care are going to pay even more than they're paying now in taxes to pay for people who can't pay for health care. That's mm-hmm. what's actually that's what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. It's not that the government's just going to provide free health care because the government gets money from people through taxes. Mm-hmm. So what it means is that the whatever state percentage that we pay, like in Washington, that there's not much of a state tax. We just pay like a B&O. Ta- it's different everywhere. But the state tax and then the the federal tax that we pay, that percentage goes up. Everyone ends up paying more in taxes. Mm. And then we happen to get free health care. And that's what even comp- like um, not companies, countries like Sweden and Denmark and like there are people from those countries like writing on message boards and stuff. I was like reading through some YouTube comments and other things on videos where they're like these these aren't socialist countries. They're capitalist countries that have huge taxes because they want to have these things in place. 
their taxes are way higher and they're like yeah we'll pay we'll pay higher taxes and have health care mm-hmm. but like they're like look at what they're actually doing though so i think the so as a country they're prioritizing as a country they're prioritizing yeah i mean uh, the health care and the education over other things mm-hmm. and you can make it work but is that something that we actually want here and that's the real debate that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I think the the divisive and like just plain manipulative thing mm-hmm. is like every human deserves to have health care. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but can we talk about the implementation? And that's yeah. why the Republican Party always comes back and they're like, yeah, but where are you getting the money from? Mm-hmm. Because they're alluding to so are you going to admit that you're going to raise taxes like crazy? Mm-hmm. Are you going to admit that you're going to cripple certain companies that are going to be incredibly incentivized to go overseas where they don't have to pay those taxes? Mm-hmm. Because lots of the big companies already have their stuff totally. overseas, so they don't have to pay taxes. What makes you think that raising like us. raising the taxes... <laughs> well, we don't. <laughs> That'd be cool. I have no idea how that stuff works. But what makes you think that yeah. raising the taxes isn't just going to push more business out, cripple the U.S. economy, and... and and destroy the very foundation of how taxes and these systems even work. What makes you think that this healthcare thing is going to last for even more than a few years before the whole economy tanks? Those are the questions that are being asked back, not, oh, no, yeah, people shouldn't get healthcare. Right. And I think that's the thing that I'm starting to realize about politics is any time you hear an argument about equality or basic human rights, mm-hmm. the argument is for bigger government. Because like mm-hmm. it, it's not about it's not about should those things exist on Earth. It should the government mandate those things and have more control and power mm-hmm. over the U.S. economy and the average person. Mm-hmm. That's really what yeah. that's really what's happening. Yeah, and I think the idea with small government, the way I understand it, is like with everything that happened in Seattle with Chop Choppy Chaz. Yeah, Chop Chaz. <laughs> like that whole thing. Yeah. Like the government stayed out of it and let the state handle it, Mm -hmm. which I think that makes sense to me. And then, I mean, I did hear Trump say like, if you need help, let me know for sure. (laughs) And then obviously they, they didn't let him know. Um, but then it's funny too, because then the narrative Mm -hmm. gets switched to like, Trump's not helping. Look at what's going on in Chaz or chop or whatever. That's weird. Yeah. But I like the idea of small government. I would, I don't want anybody telling me really what to do ever. So why yeah. would I want bigger government? And and you said something when you were first, like when all of these dots were first connecting for you a couple yeah. months ago, you were saying something about the education system and like, do we really want the government involved in our education? That was like one mm. of the points that was clicking for you. It was around government uh, being involved in education and healthcare, but the education piece stood out Funny. to me for some reason, and now I can't remember why. Oh, I don't. So I, I don't entirely even remember. No, no, oh. I don't remember. But I mean, that's like, I, I mean, the the more obvious one. I I'm feeling something else that you're talking about, and I don't remember. Before we it. got into Marxism. But even the more obvious <laughs> one is like. Or not into Marxism, I should say. Is like free college, right? This is just another yeah, example, just yeah. like free healthcare. Free college just means that everyone gets taxed more and then the taxpayers pay tuition for whoever wants to go. Yeah. Like that's what's actually happening. That's what would happen. That's how it would work. And those aren't conversations that we have. Those aren't conversations that are out in the front, out in the open. And I think that's why so many people are losing trust in politicians, why so many people are losing trust in just in even the media. 
mm-hmm. is because the things that are being reported are being reported with such a heavy slant yeah. that it's borderline just blatant manipulation. Yeah. Like if you don't tell someone the facts, we've like lost and pulled out the ability to people to for people to make decisions on their own. Yes, and for their yes. own self and what's yeah. true for them. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about bigger government is like the more powerful government gets, the easier it is to do things like that. The easier it is to manipulate people, the easier it is to just continue to for the government to continue to grow and grow and grow. And I've never, ever thought. I've never, ever been on the side of like, oh, I really understand the Second Amendment. Like, wow, that's such a good idea that everyone should be able to have guns. Like, wow, that's so incredible. But when I look at it from the perspective of the founding father's logic, it goes, we're making this country. Here's the amendments. First one's free speech. You have to be able to say whatever the fuck you want or else the government can take over. Two, you have to be able to have guns or else if the if the government has guns, they can just force you to. Yep. So the, the very first two things are like, okay. <laughs> logically and intellectually you have to have the ability to say whatever you want Mm -hmm. or else the government top down a few people can control the entire population two you have to be able to be able to defend yourself or else the government or a few people can control the population yeah it's the it's the thing that america the the constitution was so rooted in because they were seceding that's what they came that, from. that's the whole thing yeah. they were coming from and they looked at democracy and they looked at all these really new ideas at the time and they were like how do we make this work how do we make it work so that there's not freedom for a couple hundred years and then just like one or two bad apples start to start to recruit their friends like hey you know we can take over this whole thing siphon off millions of dollars and live a really good life we can control this population we can get payouts from this foreign government if we just if we just like enslave our people or or oh mm-hmm. we can help decrease world population by just killing off a bunch of people mm-hmm. they're like how do we protect against the few controlling the many Yep. Which is why even in the Constitution, it's like the the people appoint government into their power. It's the people that give government its power. Right. That's why we have election cycles. That's why we have the judiciary and the mm-hmm. legislative and the executive branch all kind of checking each other and all having slightly different powers. Mm-hmm. So no one person or group has too much power. And even after the whole mechanism is laid in place where it's like, okay, this check goes on, this check goes on, this check goes on, this check. So you'd have to corrupt them all. Yeah. You can't just corrupt one. You have to corrupt them all. Mm-hmm. Even after that, they're like, and the people have to be able to say whatever the fuck they want, even if they're critical of government. Mm-hmm. And they have to be able to have guns so they can protect themselves. And so that there's a there can be an armed militia, which just means a group of people, citizens, not government, that can that can essentially push back if government gets too big. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. And when I see the logic, <laughs> it's so... And enough time has passed and it feels, I mean, it feels archaic, right? The freedom of speech and for sure, for sure. Own arms. And it was put into place so long ago and it feels so Mm -hmm. ancient. And all of those generations have since died off. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously. Yeah. But like, I like, I feel like we get so far removed from it. We do. Yes. Yes. And then it's easy we don't see where it came from and how it started. And there's not a lot of talk about that. Like there's not like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really like 
was like proud to be an American, <laughs> you know, like that song, mm-hmm. proud to be an American. <laughs> um, I just never, I didn't like get it. Yeah, I didn't either. But, but suddenly there is, the more that I hear people not loving this country, and maybe this is just my true rebellion, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. It like makes me love it a little bit more. Cause I'm like, wait, things are really yeah, good here. Uh huh. Like, uh huh. Like, I, yeah and and for me uh, yeah like less government the better like i just that just feels like truth like yeah. i don't know how else to explain that yeah. or have any justification for yeah. that other than that is my truth um because i feel it and yeah i mean i mean we've talked about getting a gun and what that would be like and it and it's interesting listening to like the mm-hmm. you know the buyback reforms where they're like wanting to buy yeah. back guns and things like that and then the way that <laughs> i don't know there's something yeah. i this is not going to do it justice but there was something that happened in pennsylvania and i think they got uh, we're able to go in people's houses and ask for guns, request guns. Oh, I don't know. If you just recently, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent on that. I kind of mm-hmm. heard it in passing. Um, but it's funny because the people that, oh, because crime is so high, but the people that are committing the crime aren't the gun owners that have their guns locked in a safe, for you sure. know, like it's, for sure. it, it's, it's just not, it's not one doesn't equal the other. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't yeah. make sense to buy back guns from legal gun owners that aren't using their guns to loot and riot and commit crimes and mm-hmm. kill little white kids and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, lots of the arguments of the Democratic Party currently seem to point towards let's make government as big and as powerful as possible. We'll take care of you entirely. We'll pay your rent. We'll do all of these things. You guys just sit back, stay in your house. By the way, we're going to take away your guns. By the way, we're going to totally like back these riots and civil unrest. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we're slowly bringing socialism and communism in, which killed hundreds of millions of people in the in the last century. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird seeing it all stitched together and it's not even that that's the intention or that's, that's even every single politicians thinking like that, but that also doesn't make it not true. It doesn't right. like, it doesn't just give it a, like a clean wipe just because of their intentions are good or whatever. Like I think that the fact that these things are being challenged is really yeah. important. And I never, ever saw that in the Republican no. Party. I never, ever I mean, appreciated that. We were full like Andrew Yang. Remember when he was yeah. running? Oh, we were yeah. all about him. And I was oh, all yeah. about UBI because I thought it would help people become like really creative. For sure. Um, but now I don't even care. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like, yeah, that's cool. But like it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. even, it doesn't, I don't feel nearly as passionate. So I guess this is an example of like when your truth changes and that like it's safe for your truth to change and to have different yeah. perspectives and I mean, that's just what we're doing here. We're refining and gathering more information and feeling into things that feel more true mm-hmm. for us than other things. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. What's the spiritual perspective? Yeah. I was just kind of thinking about that. Like even with UBI and with all of it, like I think something that we've realized over the years is that you're always taken care of. And that's not (laughs) a airy-fairy idea about reality. It's true time and time again with everyone that we see. When you trust your soul's truth, your soul guides you through and navigate your circumstances, and you're always going to be okay, even 
And especially when you feel like you're on the brink of like death, like everything's going to explode. You're facing certain doom. The bills are due and everything's right about to collapse and your cortisol levels are through the roof. You can hardly sleep. You can hardly think you're drinking like eight cups of coffee a day just to like stay sane. Even in those moments, you're so taken care of. You just don't yeah. know. Like yeah. it's it's underneath. Things yep. are already working out, panning out. Yep. And I think if we don't look at the spiritual nature of reality and we forget those things, it's easy to look for a physical external savior like yep. a big government and go, hey, like they're promising that I could have 1500 bucks a month. That means even if I hit rock bottom, which I'm really afraid to hit if yep. I follow my dreams, that means I'll still be taken care of. Yeah. And then meanwhile, government swelling and big businesses are being like, cr- like crumpled and moving overseas. And like there are so many things that feel like silly archaic solutions to something that's already solved and it feels like the same thing that that we try to do internally we meaning the broad we like as human beings and we have that biology firing that's like i'm afraid to say this i'm afraid to do this i'm afraid to i'm afraid to like to build this business i'm afraid to quit that one i'm afraid to like to leave this relationship or join this relationship or like all of the things Mm -hmm. that play out we do the same thing where it's like Because if I do, everything's going to go to shit and it's going to explode and my mm-hmm. life's going to end. And mm-hmm. it seems like we're putting in the same policies, yeah. you know, like at, at the bottom that we try to do with ourselves. So yeah. I got to do A, B, C, and D, and E, and F or else I'll die. We're doing the same thing. Like, yep. so we got, all right, we got to tax the rich and then distribute the wealth. And then we got to do this and we got to make government even bigger. We got to have even more control, even more control, even more control yep. so that we don't die, so yep. that things don't go to hell. But that's just not how things work. Right. And like I've never appreciated, man, I used to think this was so dumb. The worst idea ever that I learned growing up from the Bible. Like my my dad and the the religion in general, like they used to always say things like, like, well, you know, a man can't rule himself. And mm. they would say that in reference to politics. And they would say, Well, you know, like I don't really I don't really I'm politically neutral. There was a there was a script. <laughs> I'm politically neutral, but I or because I essentially only vote for like the Lord and savior and the the future kingdom to come. That's the thing I'm voting for. That's the thing mm-hmm. I'm putting all my energy into, not the politics of the day. But I always used to think <laughs> that what idea was stupid until I started to come to it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> and once I started to come to it on my own, I was like, holy shit, this is very similar to what my dad used to say. Mm-hmm. Totally different reality mm-hmm. context because I don't believe that like the part, the clouds are going to part and a man with like holes in his hands are going to come down and be like, I'm here. I'm going to fix everything, like snap the fingers and like rocks come down and crush all the Democrats and crush all the Republicans and corruption. And then everyone is who's standing through the rocks and didn't get crushed or the good people. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't believe that's how this reality works or ever will work. (laughs) But the idea of man can't rule himself for for me is a really Mm -hmm. profound spiritual idea Mm -hmm. because there's this I feel it in myself. When I'm not connected and listening to my own intuition and divine connection, Mm -hmm. I can't rule myself. Mm -hmm. I'm so bad at it. I'm (laughs) terrible at pretending like I can control my life and make everything work because I can't. I can't see ahead. All of the ideas I think about what are going to happen are based on false past assumptions. Mm -hmm. And the only times that things have consistently gone smoothly and opened up are when I've listened and trusted my intuition and really clicked in. And the more that we do that the past two, like the past two years, especially, and we started this work previously, but like the past couple of years, the more that we do that, it's, it's shocking to me 
how well things work out. Mm-hmm. It's shocking to me how everything just clicks into place. Yeah. And we, when we don't play into the fear and plan and scramble and control and then end up in a weird scenario, when we just kind of let that tension sit and build and build and build yeah. and then wait for the opening and then we feel the intuitive ping come in when it's time, it's time and you always know yeah. it's time because you always know, <laughs> Miriam. <laughs> When it's, when it's time and you feel that thing click in and you go, yep. oh my God, this is here. Yep. Like, oh, I'm feeling like there's something here. Like, what is this? Like, it's even how Lizzie and Jamin found this place, you mm-hmm. know? They were like, oh, we got to look for places. And they found this place and they were like, what? That price doesn't even make sense. Like, mm-hmm. the, none of the details make sense. Like, it just posted. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. They, they message it and then here we are. Yeah. Like, the that's the, the and then we dialed. Moved in. <laughs> and then we moved in. That's that dialed precision. Yeah. You just can't, you can't do it yourself. You can't do it with this brain. You can't do it with all of the false past assumptions of how reality works. Right. Because our experience is incredibly misleading and we make up stories all the time that have nothing to do with how reality works. And it seems like we're trying to politically as a collective, we're trying to convince everyone that the only way for everyone to be equal, everyone to be taken care of, everyone to be good is through top down restriction of the government mm-hmm. imprisoning anyone who doesn't acquiesce. Who isn't, yeah, who doesn't acquiesce or isn't good, and then taxing anyone who's successful, and then kind of like coddling anyone who doesn't engage with reality. Like that's a weird. It's a weird thing that mm-hmm. we're doing, mm-hmm. and it seems as though if we stop playing into that and just take care of ourselves and engage, then it, it literally doesn't even matter what's happening politically. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what's happening with the lockdown. It doesn't matter what's happening with all of these things. Like we're gonna speak our truths and hopefully things na- navigate the way they do. But like when I really, really feel into the light of truth, it's so dialed. Yeah. And no matter what happens here, no matter how much we twist and turn, no matter how many detours I took in my life, no matter how many businesses I made that had nothing to do with who I was, I'm still here, still good, still taken care of, and things are better than ever. Mm -hmm. And like that's the power of that like massive intelligence that is divinity is Mm -hmm. it's guiding us through any detours, any things that anyone or the entire collective is making, there's always a path that's for the highest and it's guiding us to that consistently and constantly. So there's a lot of threads there, right? There's, there's Mm -hmm. me losing faith in the democratic party. There's me starting to see what big government versus small government even means. And then and then seeing it, but then also popping out and going, and you know what? Like, I know the light always wins. Truth always wins. Intuition's always dialed. I'm going to be okay no matter what. Yeah. So then what's really here? What's my role in this? Mm-hmm. What do I need to say? What are the things that are here? It's like, like, show me, you know, mm-hmm. there's like this, like, all right, I know I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing more and more like corruption and weirdness. Like, what's my role? I'll wait, I'll sit, I'll be in it, I'll be in the tension of not being willing to speak, of like just like feeling everything constrict. Great, this is my edge, awesome, okay. But what's actually here? Mm -hmm. Okay, great, a a blog post about all of the manipulation in the coaching industry and how the sales scripts work, Mm -hmm. just exposing line by line how how the breakdown of sales psychology works on a sales page, great, okay, I'll do it. I'll stay up all night, great, that's here, okay, awesome. Let's do it. Let's put it out. Great. That scares me. That scares me shitless to even post it. So, okay. Like I'm not actually feeling that that's here. I get to be with this tension of not wanting to post it. Okay, cool. Now send an email. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. It's how it works. 
just nothing nothing works better than divinity so it's weird coming back to those ideas like right. man can't rule himself and i'm like dad that's a that's the silliest idea ever like we got to be like we're, we're here mm-hmm. to then being like oh like the subtleties mm-hmm. and maybe maybe that's what the spiritual texts were talking about mm-hmm. from the beginning mm-hmm. for sure so that's what i want to talk about politics and all the things <laughs> that's great <laughs> thanks mm-hmm <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a lot I know anything else I felt it starts to drop there no I mean that's that's it that's it it's so funny because today before we recorded it I sat down and I was like the one thing I don't want to talk about was politics we always oh, fucking talk funny. about politics yeah funny. And you're like so I was thinking talking about politics I was like I trust yeah, yeah I mean yeah you're refining even deeper and more and I imagine this is helping whoever it needs to help and it's bothering whoever it needs to bother. Sure, yeah, I love it. It's perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the reason why I got when this was coming through because I kind of pushed back a bit too. Yeah. I was like, we've been talking so much about it. Yeah. What I felt was like, we're talking a lot about corruption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels helpful to have a context for it. Like, here's what we're really talking about. And here's the things that we're seeing. Here's the examples. Here's the political system. Like, here's, it feels helpful to have that. And it also feels help. So to one, ground it into practicality. So we're not just like crazy people saying everything's corrupt. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think we are. I think we're incredibly grounded. I know. Incredibly grounded. It jars me sometimes how grounded we are. You know what's weird too? This is a total side note. Just thinking about my mom. Because she always seems to know the stuff before we even like hear about it it's weird it doesn't make any sense yeah. to me your mom is like a i think yeah. every time it's she, like she has like a government contact and like getting this stuff yeah like makes no sense it's so strange and she she knows it months in advance before we even start to hear about it yeah. is one piece and since she knows it and then we go to search for it and we don't really find anything uh-huh. like that's weird so i just automatically think she has dementia i'm like fuck i'm losing her yeah. I like think it every time still. Yeah. But she doesn't. She's no, right she's, on point. She's very sharp. And I'm like, wait, oh, she, mm-hmm. she knew that six months ago. Fuck, mom. But it's it's because she she works very similarly to you. I know. <laughs> where she's like, oh, there's this thing. I heard them say it once briefly, like two years ago. It's, it's really important right now for some whatever reason. And she starts talking about it. And then it starts to break in the news cycle. And we're yeah. like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about you often. <laughs> like there's there's always these yeah, moments of like, of like what that. are you talking about? Like, what mm-hmm. do you mean manifestation isn't on point? Like, what? that's the, the biggest spiritual <laughs> idea in the whole industry. What do you mean there's something off with it? And then I check in and I go channel and they're like, oh yeah, here's how. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Man. I know like, she whew. does. And she, she works really nebulously too. I see it's very, yeah, definitely so, it's funny. Yeah. It's just kind of like pointed. It's like the one word she'll give us and yeah. then it turns out being yeah, that's this how whole you work. web. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm you very, and your mom both. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, yeah, you sense. like zero in. You're like <laughs> that. There's something off with that. I don't uh-huh. know what it is, but I got to keep talking about it because none of you are seeing it. And I'm yeah. like, all right, how does that fit in with a larger picture? Let's see uh-huh. what's here. Okay. Oh, well, that's what's there. That's pretty crazy. And here's what's underneath it. When you uh-huh. pull that back. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we make a good team. We do make a good team. <laughs> it's fun. And my mom, we can include her in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's like, oh, you guys are just getting so smart. Yeah. 
It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about corruption. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels so obvious. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it other than that. And maybe that's like those aspects of myself that don't really explain things. But like, it yeah. feels so obvious and clear that there's like shit ain't right. Like there's all sorts of manipulation and like I imagine people getting paid off or blackmailed or like, you know, there's like loyalty bonds with certain yeah. people and there's like all these like cover ups and things are twisted. And I'm not saying and I think it's like that. I think it's rampant in both parties. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not even about that. For sure. But I think. Yeah, what's what I love, I just love learning about it in the bits and pieces and chunks that I can like understand. Cause when I get into policy yeah. and I go into those pockets, I'm, it's literally go cross-eyed. I'm like, I tried to look at Joe Biden's website to see what his policies are. And I like, I could, mm-hmm. couldn't, I like felt nauseous. I was like, Oh my God, I can't well, even. Well, that's what's tough is you have to parse through here. the language to even see what they even mean. Yeah. Because like equality and fighting for women's rights and fighting for minority rights, like it all sounds good. Fighting for for universal health care, fighting for the environment. Like these things but sound I wanna, really good. Yeah, I wanna know more though. It's yeah. like, but what else? And I never yeah. thought to ask that before. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. I mean, but it means government mandates of these things. Yeah. I would and rather that's weird. Yeah, I'd rather just not. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, the Democratic, mm-hmm. the DNC National Convention, I was like, what are the letters? Yeah. Is today through the 20th mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Wisconsin? I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah, we'll watch it. Yeah. Sure. I'm curious to mm-hmm. to see. To just, and it's so funny because I feel like when we watch stuff like that, we're like reading energy and like, we're uh, like, it's so not like zoning out, just watching. It's like, oh, oh, oh miss that what's like what's going on there somebody didn't say their full truth there Uh it's cool so i like that yeah and yeah like i mean ben shapiro like he isn't someone that i would have listened to prior to this like you know covid hoax Mm -hmm. (laughs) i said it uh (laughs) it's like so not it feels like so not a thing so not a thing um does that make you no, I, I mean, it makes me a little bit tense. I feel but, like it's an exaggerated version of the flu. And when you get it, it just rolls through you. You just got to fucking rest and you just got to sweat the bed. I mean, it's weird looking at the death rates that they're putting out, even the CDC, like 0.26%. That's so low. Yeah. So yeah. low. It's weird to see. You know what I was shocked by was to see like the the death rates of like, you know, COVID flu, pneumonia, and then like heart attack and cancer and all of that stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it's fascinating to me that there's such a, like a transfixed focus on this, on COVID, but not on all these other things. So again, it's like another obvious sign. It's like, wait, why aren't we freaked out about heart disease? Like that number is astronomical. Like uh-huh. why aren't we paying attention to that? Like why aren't we talking about like like health? Why aren't we actually like educating people about health? And like when I start asking those questions, it's it's hard not to see the corruption. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I mean, I, I told the story about the MLM that I was a part of back in the day, right? I told that somewhere. And like when Oprah didn't have her on because Oprah's endorsed by Johnson and Johnson. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I was like, this feels really flashback familiar. But yeah, it just like, yeah, I didn't know which platform. Yeah. I mean, like if people are willing to manipulate people on a consistent basis through their own business to make like a hundred grand, 200 grand a year. 
Mm-hmm. If people are willing to actively manipulate people for like 200K, of course people are willing yeah. to manipulate people for billions of dollars. Yeah. Of totally. course. Totally. Of course. The incentive is so there. Yeah. And it's too easy. It feels so easy. It feels so it's easy. It's too easy. Yeah. It feels easy to be like, hey, um, I'm going to kick you 1.1 million if you just don't say that thing. Like you can say all the other things, but don't say that one thing. And yeah, then and, it feels and I don't if, think they they would ever say it that blatantly. Maybe maybe behind closed doors, but I think I like I think it's more so like oh yeah we're supporting your campaign. By the way, we'd love to be able to talk to you about something that's incredibly important to us. And then they they share their argument, and mm. then like suddenly your biggest donor that just financed thirty percent of your entire political campaign, who you know is also going to help you get reelected in mm-hmm. in four years when the cycle comes back around, suddenly they're saying hey, like this thing would yeah. really cripple our industry, would keep us from being huh. able to even invest in politicians like you. I think it's really like, that's the above the table kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm sure there's chats behind the scenes. I, I just assume everyone's really direct, <laughs> but maybe yeah, not. But I don't think so, because no, I don't think you want to say those things. I don't yeah. think you want to say those things. It's yeah, more I'd stealthy. I'd be so bad at that job. It's far more stealthy. And that's politics. <laughs> yeah. And that's the swamp. Like that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. And the more that, yeah, I mean, the might, more I see about it, just gnarlier it gets. It makes me think of last week when we were talking about, um, you were like talking, you were more comfortable with my truth. You were saying that last week yeah. because there was this like, I mean, whatever it was for you, I don't know. What was it that you weren't comfortable with? Like potential brand deals or something like that because I'm not oh, professional. Oh yeah, something like that, something like that. Yeah. But that feels yeah. like the same thread. Like it's like. Same. Oh yeah. yeah same mechanism. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And I didn't even, I didn't manipulate you or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or we didn't get brand deals. I don't know which way it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I wasn't, I'm not professional and I swear too much and like all these like little things. Well, I do too now. So. Yeah, I know. We're a great team. We are a great team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something I'm like still so curious about is like what percentage of people who are actively manipulating others are doing so without knowing that they're actively manipulating others or without admitting to themselves that they're actively manipulating others or like the justifying it those are a lot of poll questions i feel like there's a lot of different percentages of yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure (laughs) and really what i mean by that is like what percentage of people are actively knowing that they're doing it, knowing what they're doing and are still behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that that's the thing that for me has been really hard to believe exists. And oh, I see a lot of people. That's the only thing I think exists, which is yeah, funny. Awesome. I automatically assume everyone's a shit bag. I put them all in there. Yeah. Cause it feels so obvious. I'm like, yeah. of course that's what you're doing. What do you mean? You don't see it. And I've seen a lot of like intellectuals talk about similar stuff. Like, like the assumption that, corruption is is intentional and that it's not just malaligned incentives from the structure of our civilization and I've, I've read things like that but the more i get into it and the more i like explore like conspiracy theories which like check out and the more that i like look at alternative sources of information mm-hmm. the more that i start to explore and even just the more that i feel into it and check in and like and explore it and parse through my own information i'm like those people very much so exist. Mm-hmm. Those beings very much so exist. Yeah. And there are people who are actively, so like in the same way that lots of people in spiritual communities are actively searching out for the light, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There are people who are actively searching out the dark. And I've met someone who was who who blatantly told me, I was like, hey, that being, like, is she just blatantly a dark being? And he was like, oh, yeah, I like the dark beings better. They're more powerful. Blatantly. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Like, it it rocked, <laughs> it rocked me. The dark beings tell you they're more powerful. The light they do beings tell you don't they're have more to powerful. say Yeah, the thing. light beings are like, yeah, they're more powerful. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. On the way out from existence itself, clawing and manipulating their way into any so little gnarly. crevice they can before they get wiped from all of existence. Yeah, sure, more powerful, totally. Not connected to the larger network of divinity that's Mm-mm. the biggest supercomputer of intelligence ever. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. A little piece is more powerful than the whole body. Totally, that little cell on the toenail is more powerful than the than the entire body, including the cell on the toenail. And totally, totally. Just mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have rocked my world hearing that too. Yeah, it blew my mind. <laughs> but if people are taking those stances, even and even in that, I was like, man, it just feels like some sort of like misinformation. Like, like I don't get what's happening there. But just to even know that there are people who are actively seeking out darkness in the same way that we're actively seeking out light. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, there are beings that are willing to manipulate the situations. I think most yeah. people on their journey to finding the light yeah. went through a bunch oh, of that sure. shit. For a sure. bunch of it. You kind of have to. Well, yeah. You well, had I mean, to. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I don't it's know that it's necessary, less. but I think it's almost inevitable if you're walking through that without like a very clear context, a very clear guide, a very yeah. clear education. Like, there's no. And we're also so fucking curious too. It's true. Like it's true. Just as our human creatures, like I, we're so curious. Like, yeah. and that's yeah. I mean, like yeah. even with like cloning and all of that stuff, and saying, oh, we haven't cloned a human. I'm like, there's no fucking way. We're way too nosy and curious yeah. for that. They're absolutely cloned humans. Like, you put mm-hmm. me alone in a lab with like maybe or with a couple other people, and I'm like, hey, you want to like try cloning a human? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to say it. You know, it's like, of Uh course it fucking happens. So back to the light and dark, it's the same thing. Like my nosy pieces like wanted to know what that felt like and experience Mm. it. And, and also that's where like, I thought that the like novelty was like, I thought that's where Hmm. the cool stories were because the, the stories were more like there, they were more like explosive when I was interacting with dark energies. Like there was more of a story element oh, and like yep. more like, it's like a big melodrama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say drama mm-hmm. and then interacting with the light is so subtle. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's not like that at all. No, at least not in my own personal experience. Cause light beings no. just generally, they stand back and they wait for openings. They mm-hmm. wait literally for you to go for like, for you to go. Hey, mo- <laughs> yeah. Like I remember like the moments throughout my life where I didn't believe in anything, where I would just like break down under the pressure of life and be like, God, if you fucking exist, like, please help was when I would feel all of the presence come in yeah. and outside of that, just hands off Yeah. because light respects free will and dark actively tries to work its way around free will through manipulation. Yeah. And like saying things like I'm the most powerful being you could be working with. For sure. You know, and then it's like, ooh, I'm working with the most powerful side. Yeah. Wow. This is the most powerful (laughs) being in all of existence. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. It's like Jafar. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Jafar from Aladdin. right? Yeah. 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 That wasn't the bird's name. What's the bird's name? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Huh. I don't remember what the bird's name was. Uh Uh-huh. He's that annoying Jafar, voice though. with the Jafar's watery eyes, dry eyes. He was that voice. Funny. 
He did those like clear eye commercials. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was probably before your time. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different generations. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a way to talk about like getting receiving comments and things that aren't aligned on social media and like how to navigate that. Sure. Happy to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. It just happens. It's interesting. Like the it more like I'm thinking of Stacy. We talked we did a bonus episode and talked a lot mm-hmm. about Stacy. A couple but, days ago. But I'm thinking about her speaking her truth and getting all these like weird sideways comments and like I don't know, it's interesting to like it's interesting to like what's praised and celebrated in the world isn't like, oh my God, yes, like I fucking see you. You're really speaking your truth. I know this yeah. is hard. I don't agree with the goddamn thing you just said, but like yeah. I fucking love that you're doing this. This is awesome. Yeah. Which is what we celebrate. Yes. I, I know. But I wish I saw more of that. Same. Um, because that's what makes sense to me. That's what feels real. Yeah. So, but I guess that's my job here. <laughs> so that's what I get to yeah. do that. But you more so see the other side of that. You more so see like like nitpicking or like trying to fix yeah. or just all sorts of random stuff or even yeah. just subtle power dynamics. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or not so subtle power dynamics. Very obvious ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know. No. Yeah. I didn't know if you want to riff on it anymore. Yeah, I mean... It's the reason why historically I haven't posted on Facebook at all. Yeah. Like it's the reason why like same. I definitely the past post like two years I write maybe like a post a month. Yeah. And there are pockets where I start to pop through, but I hit that same like like. It's like you're reading through the comments, and there's like there's a few like wow this is really awesome, and you're like oh that feels really good, and then like before you even read the words you can feel it, the energy yeah. just tanks. And it's like, what is the point of me even engaging with it? Yeah. What's the point of me battling it out for my worthiness or my opinion that I already have? Right. On a public forum. Mm-hmm. Like really none. Yeah. So I'm learning to more and more, one, feel the feel all the responses run. Yeah. So so first, as soon as I get those comments, got one today. I feel all of those, I feel all the responses come of things that I would say to combat it very directly. Mm-hmm. But then very quickly, I realize that that's stupid mm-hmm. and it makes no sense. And then I check in and I'm like, what's here? And they're like, well, uh, they don't understand it at all what you wrote. This is typically what comes through. Yep. It's like they don't understand at all what you wrote. It was unnecessarily combative. It like didn't really make sense. And there was this weird power dynamic that was happening here. And like, here's the way that it plays out. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not what I got today, but like the, there's just mm-hmm. all of these iterations of it, you know, yep. they're, they're, they're essentially like, here's the subtle energetic that you're feeling here. Here's why is before you even read the words, you could feel that there was, it was like you got slimed on your own post. Mm-hmm. For me, the point of sharing things yep. is twofold. One, I want to be able to feel all of the tension of not being willing to share something and then sharing it. Even if the only thing I have access to is I don't have the access to share it. Like even if that's the scary thing to share, mm-hmm. I want to press the edges of my expression mm-hmm. and posting on Facebook at all. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's everyone that I've ever known through like 
12 different iterations of my being. Mm -hmm. It's the weirdest, like, it's like, it's like typing out your expression to a group chat of all your ex-girlfriends. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, why? Like, in what world is that a good idea? Mm -hmm. But that's kind of how I feel about Facebook sometimes because there is, there are, it's not that extreme, obviously, but there are all of these various iterations of me and how I related to those people and those dynamics and like all of those things that you kind of press into. Mm. So for me, the first reason why I want to continue to share on that and press my edges is because I don't want to and because I feel like it's there. Like when I feel something come through, that's where it always starts is I feel something come through my intuitive stream and I'm like, okay, there's a post. Where's it for? Sometimes it just goes into my notes and I figure it out later. Other times it's like, oh, yep, Instagram. Oh, yep, Twitter. Oh, yep, Facebook. Like it's very definitive when mm -hmm. it comes in where is it where it's going. Yeah. And I think that's that always comes through in messages. Or it's like, yep, just come through, sit in notes, don't even worry about it. Yeah. And then later it circles back. It's weird that we don't acknowledge that of each other. Like I think that's what I'm that's my biggest like beef right yeah. now. Is that that's getting missed entirely in these in these it in people sharing their truth and their posts and their perspectives, mm -hmm. and it's like it's like hey that I didn't open up a fucking combat zone here by posting this like for sure, yeah. yeah. And Stacy's such a good example, and I think yep. she navigated it great, and she had other people in the comments who were battling it out like for her and taking wow. a stand for it, which was amazing. Like I yeah. love yeah. I love seeing that. I know it was like when I posted, it was so funny. I mean, I just posted it as a joke, a slash the truth um, that like, you know, careful if you don't wear a mask, you might get sovereign tinnitus. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. contagious. Um, I just thought that was so funny. I cracked myself up with that. And I was like, God, uh -huh. I, I was on this. I wanted to do stand up. I was having like a whole moment yeah. with it. Um, and it was just it was just weird that it got totally misconstrued. And, totally. and then I just ended up deleting the comments. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, no. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I was like, in that moment, I was like, oh, this is like censorship, you know, because like shouldn't like that's where it gets confusing because like shouldn't people mm -hmm. have a right to also express their themselves and like their voice. But to me, what I say back to that yep. is like, yeah, on your own goddamn feed. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Say whatever the fuck you want over there. Yes. Like on your like people it, are very, very brave to comment on what other people have already done or already said. Yes. Whether they're in favor of it or against it. They're very, very brave. People yep. are very, very unbrave to share their own opinions about what they're actually getting in the world. Yes. And that's what we talked about on the couple days ago in that yeah. podcast. Like that's yeah. the difference between public figures and not. Even Logan Paul in his podcast was talking about that. Yeah. I remember listening. What do you mean? I remember you listening to it and I was laying next to you. Like <laughs> this is like a six months ago or something. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And he was like, yeah, you know the difference between like, I forget, it was like people with clout and people without clout or something. Uh -huh. it was, and he was like, it's, it's, are you the one doing things or are yeah. you the one commenting on things? Yeah. Are you the it's one true. commenting on what other people are doing to yeah. give you a sense that you also did that thing right. or you stood up in opposition to uh -huh. it? Because that shit's not real. Right. You don't build inner solidity by no. just bashing other people. Uh -uh. You can't. No, being and you can stand on nothing. Warrior. Yeah, you can stand on nothing and bash people all day. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it takes so much inner solidity to yeah. to not only say the things that are like edgy or whatever or share the like not just to share the things that other people are sharing that are controversial. Like this isn't just like, oh, like, it's so scary to share about vaccines and because I'm afraid that I'm going to be censored from I could 
fucking care less by this point. Yeah. It's to scare the things that are, it's to share the things that are scary for me because they're big and they're new for me. Yeah. And I haven't fully refined it and I don't entirely know what it looks like mm-hmm. yet. And it's like, what is this massive wave of teachings that's coming through on like corruption? Mm-hmm. Like in what world does a spiritual education brand talk about like the same <laughs> shit that conspiracy theorists are talking about? Like yeah. in what fucking world does this yeah. make sense for our brand, for our business, for yeah. anything? Yeah. For me, that's my edge. And the more yeah. I press into that, I'm like, fuck, it's just here and I can't yeah. deny it. Like, yeah. it's it'll make sense yeah. when it makes sense. It will make sense. And it always makes it sense. It always has. Like, it's funny that Navigating Darkness, that doc came through in like September, yeah. October last year, right? Yeah. Or maybe even earlier, maybe even a year yeah. ago and now. Yeah, it's very relevant Oh my now. God, it's so very relevant. Very relevant. Yeah. Your light's but, impenetrable. Stay in your own solidity. Essentially disconnect from it. It'll buffer out. Like, yeah. the darkness can't penetrate you when you're clicked in. Yeah, yeah. And the only way that darkness can infiltrate either into your mind and really into your decisions, because that's what any energy that's trying to pull you out of who you truly are is, is infiltrating your decisions. That's why yep. free will is such a big discussion. Yep. It has nothing to do with your thoughts or your emotions. It has everything to do with the final decision that you make in your expression, yep. the final decision you make in your life. So all beings or external forces can do is to try to manipulate you into thinking that your truth is wrong for A, B, and C reason and to either logically outsmart you or to emotionally manipulate you into making a decision that isn't actually you. That's all they can do. Sounds like the coaching industry. It does sound like the coaching (laughs) industry. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Which is where our awareness around this started. But the fact that we're talking about it broadly is like, it's it's scary as shit, but it's also just exactly what's here. It just feels like, yeah, it doesn't even feel like a big deal anymore it's like no this is just true yeah which is which is wild it's cool it feels really good and and it's interesting the the navigating darkness doc what i wanted to say about that was that we you brought that through like forever ago when there really wasn't any darkness that anybody was fucking navigating it was our least popular 47 uh mini course at the time yeah yeah It, it just but now i mean it's been referred to and people are using it and people are reading it and listening to it and it's been really helpful. Mm. So I I just think we've always got to trust it. Like we've never really been into like being in culture, obviously. And then even when we talk about cutting edge, I feel like we're on the edge of cutting edge. So like, we're not even interested in, in that. Like we are pressing into what's, mm-hmm. what's to come. And the second paradigm will be a business, a platform, a place that people can look back on and be like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, they were dialed. Like they were fucking on this from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I always want to, I know that that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Like there's no doubt in my mind. And you know fucking why is because we're willing to be uncomfortable every goddamn day of our life in order to become who we're becoming. Flat yeah. the fuck out. I'm willing to be uncomfortable every day of my life mm-hmm. to become who I'm becoming yeah. because I know like there's a point where I can feel it clicking over. Yeah. It's like, it's like it'll click in and then it kind of clicks back and it'll uh-huh. click in and it'll click back. I'm willing to be uncomfortable for every fucking day for like the next five years yeah. if on day what like fucking 15,000 or 18,000 whatever the uh-huh. fucking number is that I click in and I can yeah. embody and land in that yeah. because every day that I'm un- I'm confronted I'm confronted with something very different mm-hmm I worried about us not having brand deals like last week. I worried about <laughs> us, our Facebook being, being taken down yeah. and losing everybody in our audience. Yeah. But we're speaking to real humans and I realized that. And like yep. all of the realizations are coming in and landing. I'm confronted with something different every day. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I love it. And that's why that's yeah. why I think we are so like we're we're just so relentless so with pushing bored. this edge. We would be so bored. We'd be so we bored. We would be so bored. I know. And yeah, and I think yeah. Mhm. I don't feel the discomfort as much anymore as yeah. I used to. Yeah. I mean, I was acknowledging that yeah. the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't feel uncomfortable. That's mm-hmm. so strange." Mm-hmm. There's um, longer and long, longer stints of just being like entirely good. Yeah jarringly so yeah. entirely good it's so strange. everything's dialed everything's been, like, on its little way things but it's not like the rolodex of discomfort mm-hmm. that i felt like i was going through before mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. really interesting yeah and i feel pretty like steady in my truth and in my knowing and like mm-hmm. the people i want to be around that feels like so solid too yeah i yeah. don't i don't know how else to explain it but it feels really good and i didn't know that it was possible either uh i thought it was just like a i don't know like a fucking bogus like and someday you'll feel great yeah i get it (laughs) i was like yeah right it came through in one of our docs it was like it was like this chapter being confronted isn't forever yeah and i i like i think i had a side conversation with b about it Mm. That, that that feels like one of those points and i can't remember exactly but with that entire doc, yeah. the self-love doc, which is, mm-hmm. I, I haven't put it out. It's, it's, it's more, it's not public. But that doc, I literally went through the next day and I had a, a full basically Google doc. And I was like, here's all of my objections to this document yeah. because I don't believe any of this is true. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that like nurturing your body through its uncertainty and like all the things that came, I was like, yep. I, I have so many problems with this. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, cool. Let's go line by line. Let's talk about everything until you're completely good. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what, like the light is so, it's just so fucking cool. Like yeah. I love the connection. I love the intuition. I love pushing the edges. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things that I, it like, it doesn't make sense. Like you're clicking into a full soul heavy blend. You're fully becoming yourself. That's what you've been trying to do your entire life. Life has been pressing into is so that you can be you a hundred percent of the time, fully solid. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why you would not be you and not trust your intuition. Right. And I think that's the thing that gets missed everywhere. And that's the thing that spiritual people everywhere give themselves no credit for, which is why when we say things like the cutting edge, there's often people that are like, oh, yeah, no, but not me. I'm just like oh, confronted yeah. and I'm spinning my shit. And like, oh, I'm not doing that cutting edge thing. Like, you guys must feel great all the time and you have each other. So like everything's really good and easy mm-hmm. for you guys. And we're like, no, 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 no. It's fucking uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But what you don't understand is that, yes, you're on the cutting edge. You're just confronted about different things constantly and your soul's walking you down the checklist of every single internal objection you have against your own soul and essence. Mm -hmm. And there will be a point where there's nothing convincing left on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing convincing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like I reached that last week. Mm -hmm. I can be a testimony for the second paradigm. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) We didn't do testimonies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Our testimonial section is is you and I. (laughs) The second paradigm work changed my life. Like, aren't these the people who did it? Yep. Yeah. It's us. Yeah. So funny. I love that. We should totally do that. Yeah. It's funny. (laughs) Really funny. I love it. It's true. It's true. Like I do. Yeah, the discomfort and all of that stuff. I don't know. It's just not running. It isn't convincing. It doesn't last. It doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. Like what's more convincing is the solidity and mm-hmm. and the like, I don't know, things just kind of roll off. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, but I love your willingness. I mean, that's what Sumo wrote like a whole thing about was like your willingness to be with the discomfort. Yeah. 
she say about her hero or her? Yeah, she wrote about, yeah, she had some, some like assignment or something or something that her, her and whole team were doing about write, write about someone that you admire. And she yeah. messaged me and she's like, oh, I wrote about you. And I was like, what? Yeah. And she's like, because you're, even when you're most confronted, you still say yes to yourself and trust yourself. And I was uh-huh. like, oh God, thanks so much. That makes me confronted. Do you hear that? <laughs> I know, but it's so true. Yeah. And you are still so willing to keep going. Mm-hmm. I literally couldn't do anything else. I know. There's I know. And else. that's where like, you know, it's interesting to think of like other teachings out there. I'm totally fluffing us up. Great. FYI. But that's what I see other teachings out there. It just, it just like kind of spins on the same cycle. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like even with phase two of the second paradigm and the new work that's coming through, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like, yes, like, this is what I'm fucking here for. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just keep teaching the same old fucking thing. That no. makes no sense to me. Like, like teaching manifestation yeah. until I'm like, eight, I would never teach manifestation. But, you know, something like that, yeah. like, it's like, oh, you found your spiritual niche niche. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck and then you just stay in it and then you just regurgitate the same things over time like i'm not interested in that like i want new words i want new like phrases i want new mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. i want stuff that's never been here before like yeah. that's all the stuff i'm interested in yeah. i don't i don't like hearing more of the same i very strongly believe we're going to develop this work for the rest of our lives yeah i feel the same way and i think that's cool and i think that's what's cool about it being channeled mm-hmm. is because how can it have existed here in this way through you and through your channel and through mm. me and my pokey questions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Like having done things this way, mm-hmm. I can't see the reason to just look out and learn everything and stitch it all together and call it your own. Oh, like gross. now when I look out no. in the world, I'm like, that's so weird that they think that that's their work. I know. Like that's so weird that they think that like taking Byron Katie's the work and changing one of the questions, like now it's the, the blankety blank coaches program. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's the weirdest thing ever. Or because they stitch Byron Katie's the work with this other somato somatic system, like, like, Oh, now now that's my work. I, my work is blending two other people's work and calling them it, calling it my own. Like it's, it's weird when I look out and see that. And I think that's the, the comment we got recently from, uh, Chelsea. sent that to you no no Chelsea. not Chelsea maybe it was about um like oh I finally see oh uh Kirsten Kirsten mm-hmm. she was like I finally see like what you guys were talking about about not having to cop anyone else like it just keeps coming yeah like my work keeps coming through and it's mine and like yep. it's my voice and it's my truth and like it just yep. keeps coming and the more that I do it and say it the more it comes yeah and I'm like yes like that's that's it that's like exactly I, it. I thought my work would end at the very first thing that came through like the levels of clearance and I remember us talking to our friends back in the day and like Jordan mm. being like you can teach this and build out just this thing it was the first thing that ever came through my channel Whoa. she was like you can teach this she's like she's like uh, five love languages seven levels of clearance and I, I saw it and I could see the trainings and the certifications and the books and like uh-huh. and now looking back like oh my god that would have felt so limiting that's the first thing that came through and like since then so much has come through yeah. so much yeah and we haven't stopped no we haven't stopped and by not stopping and just keeping on the pulse yep. our business has slowly just started to build itself underneath mm-hmm. us and yep. the entire time we have this really comprehensive body of work that just keeps growing and refining that we yeah. keep understanding even more mm-hmm. 
I'm it's cool like <laughs> teaching this stuff but also living this stuff yeah. and seeing very firsthand how precise and dialed soul is and how much better it works than everything else I was taught to do yeah. in the business world and now I look back at what I was taught to do and I was like man I would have ended up with a shell of a business with a shell of a self yeah. I would have been this hollow sad person stitching together all of this bullshit yeah. That wasn't me. And I would have been making money, mm-hmm. but I would have been manipulating people to make money. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we were aligned, I would have been manipulating them anyway, because mm-hmm. that's just what I would have been taught to do. And mm-hmm. I would have thought that I was helping people. And the mm-hmm. more my business grew, the more I would have affirmed that feeling mm-hmm. that I'm really helping people. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been this. Because this is like nothing I've ever felt before in my entire life. And this is nothing like any of the other times that I've tried to build business businesses with even mm-hmm. coaches helping me along the way to build it. Like we're going to help you to do your work and your thought work. We're also going to give you the strategies like this works so much better than working with even the top supports oh, in the yeah. industry. I'm not interested. I'm not either, especially now knowing what I know, I I could never imagine hiring a CEO of our company part-time four hours a month for a hundred K for six months. Yeah. It makes no sense because we have access to pristine, pristinely timed truth that's coming through exactly right at our edge that helps us to grow and become the persons we need to be to even run the business before Mm -hmm. we get there and to also build the business systematically along the way. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a fucking fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Like if I wasn't <laughs> actively living this myself, I would think it's not real. If I was just channeling this and was just the channel and didn't actively live it, I would uh, think it was made up. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> you could be a testimony too. Yeah. We, just, we clip that. We clip it. Clip it. <laughs> Clip it, Chuck. <laughs> Our testimonial. It just goes back and forth between me and you talking about how the work has impacted us. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah I'm excited cool. for all the things that are coming online. I'm excited that we have a blog. That just seems so out of the blue. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a long time. We've tried to do it a bunch of times. I love that we have social media posts going on every day on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter, although we don't, we don't really use Twitter that much. Mm-mm. It's just cool. I I love watching all this come together organically, literally only by trusting ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And just trusting the timing and not Mm -hmm. making anything wrong in between. Yeah. That's the key. So to circle this all the way back, that's why I'm baffled by the Democratic Party. That's why I'm baffled (laughs) by politics that are like, so you're not taken care of. But we we can take care of you if you put us in, if you put us in charge or we're going to kick out those people who aren't taking care of you. Yep. So we can also not yeah, take care of you. The baseline is we're already taken care of. The baseline's we're already taken care of. Yeah, period. And it is surprising based on the way our civilization views reality how hard that is to see. Yeah. It's really surprising. Yeah. I think it's intentional to yeah. not see it cuz that's how you create control cuz when yeah. you have enough people and there all their survival fear stuff is kicked up, you can get them to do anything. Yeah. You can get them to Wear yeah. a mask, for instance. Our entire education system, we were talking about this the other day, our entire education system is built on the premise that you need to learn the rules of the game and then learn to play them. Yep. And if you play the rules of the game that are delivered to you, yep. then you are a high achiever and successful. Yep. But that's not how innovation works. That's no. not how soul works. That's not how anything uh-uh. works. That's how I would, if I was malicious, that's how I would prep people to start controlling them. Of course. 
because then all you have to do is make a new rule set and yeah. they just click right in. They go, oh, that's weird. This is different now. I wonder why. And then they're like, you're like oh, well, here's the reason why. And they're like, oh, wow, that kind of makes sense. Great. And they click right in. They just do mask. that thing instead. I'm telling you, fucking masks. Yeah, and you can exactly. see it. You can see it. <laughs> now it's obvious. Now it's very clear. Now there's a visual symbol of it <laughs> yeah. happening everywhere. Because mm-hmm. this shit ain't right. I sniff that truth from the beginning. I'm like, Mm-mm, I ain't playing. Not a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to be right about it. I can't wait to be right about not paying my college loans. Mm-hmm. Maybe pay $300 max on 40000 Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I, I feel the truth in it. I'm like, I'm not going to have to pay these. Yeah. Why would I pay them if they're just going to go away? I know this is, this is one of those things where right, like in this moment we have attention where I don't, I don't believe you. I, I, you, you continue to talk about the money thing. This is how manifestation started. You kept talking about it and kept talking about it. And I would just get tense and uh, like inside I'm like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't believe you. I just don't see how it can work. But I've, I've learned to trust your truth over time, even when I'm disagreeing and yeah. to be able to just hold them and both. Even if my truth doesn't get verified for like however many years, I'm willing to sit on it. Yeah. I'll fucking stay steady right on my truth. Very, very steady in your truth. Yeah. Very steady. Yeah. It doesn't, because that's just kind of how it is. It just comes in and then it's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. But funny enough, I mean, it's socioeconomically, like it's making more and more sense. Of course. Watching, watching yeah. the trends in the market, like watching the trends Even, in politics, it's making more and more sense. You've been saying this far before it was. I said this in 2007. Yeah. You've been saying this for <laughs> a very long loans time. Payments kicked in. I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to pay these. Yeah. It's, it's weird. That and all no my friends were like, like yeah. what? And that, that little inner dragons also in me, like. <laughs> It's not that intense, but it's there and I can feel it. I'm like, Ooh, I know. Man. Cause it's like, wait, what do you mean, Miriam? Like yeah. you're supposed to pay them. Like, do you realize how much I'm paying every month? Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't care. Not my <laughs> choice. Like, that's why I'm not paying them. You see, I got all these new clothes, <laughs> my new car. Yeah. Like yeah. It just... I, I love, because I think, I mean, I have, I have intuitive hits like that about payments or certain things or other things that like I, I get and I make decisions based on, but your your willingness to say something so blatantly controversial and opposite to the consensus opinion and just to stand in it and like repeat it. Oh, I don't know how many times you said that. If we go back through a podcast, if we just count how many times you you've said so? this. Oh yeah, at least ten. Okay. Like the <laughs> more payments than I've made. Your, <laughs> <laughs> That's for your sure. willingness to say something that is that jarring for me is like one of the greatest gifts you give me constantly. Oh. In your embodiments. Thanks, like love. it's so cool. So cool. Thanks. I yeah. know it just feels I don't know how to describe it no and I love I love it about you I love I, it about you it just you. feels true and I'm gonna say it yeah. and yeah mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. that's another thing too is like yeah I just don't think you have to work hard in life like that was another thing mm-hmm. you know that I said and felt and here I yeah. am living it hmm and connecting dots it's cool I'm I'm realizing that like the re I think the reason why I love that so much about you is because one, it's the greatest gift you give me all the time. Mm-hmm. From the very moment we started dating, there was a definitive shift in me from just watching how you do life. 
definitive. Oh, really? Definitive. Remember, Amateo was saying like, I, I knew something was changing oh, about you, and like yeah. this is this must be it. It must be her. Funny. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a- ever since we started dating, you've been encouraging me to speak more of my truth. You were running a platform called Light Up Your Truth. Yeah. You encouraged me to share more of my story. Suddenly, I started sharing about all my galactic experiences on like on all of the platforms and all of the things like far more than I was. I was already I was already like pretty fucking bold for me. Uh-huh. It's like sharing that I was a channel. Uh-huh. No, that happened even after, I right? Know. Yeah. That even happened after. Six months after we started dating, I came out publicly as a channel. Mm-hmm. That was probably you too. <laughs> like it's it, it's mind blowing <laughs> to me. Cool. But I think what you you still don't believe this about me. Every time I tell you, you're like, I can't picture it. And I most people don't know this about me. I was so socially awkward. Like if you picture the most socially awkward person you can possibly imagine that like can't get a word out at all. Like that was me from fourth and fifth grade. It started to tank and throughout the entirety of middle school. I was just, I was depressed and I was so socially awkward. I had no friends. I completely isolated. I didn't want anything to do with anyone. And I was like, the I was the weird kid. The weird Jehovah's Witness I was the kid. weird, I don't even think they knew I was Jehovah's Witness. I don't think they knew oh, anything really? about me. I was just the nebulous weird kid. Huh. And I was weird to the weird kids. I wasn't even the <laughs> weird kids. I wasn't like the group of weird kids. Uh-huh. I was the weird kid outside of the group of weird kids. What and about I couldn't, hi- high school you And I couldn't off. speak my truth. And high school, yep, I, it, something clicked. Yeah. Something clicked. you got to be the star of the show. Because I did get to be the star of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Suddenly I was like top of my class and president yeah. of everything. Suddenly. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm competent? This, I had no fucking idea I was competent. How were you at speaking then? Great, right? Uh, I, I slowly got better. Yeah. Slowly got you better. filmed all those like music but videos even, and stuff. Yeah. But even ninth grade, I was still super awkward and could barely talk hmm. my freshman year. And I slowly came out of my shell through high school. That high school was a godsend. I mean, yeah. being in that small of environment in a charter school for who I was, yeah. I couldn't thrive in that big of an environment. It was just yeah, it was so a, overwhelming to me. It's a perfect setting though. But yeah, I mean, it's, that's where I'm coming from. Like I'm coming from Jehovah's Witness where I, where I hid literally everything. And also on top of that was really socially awkward. Mm-hmm. And then like, I've come through this transformation where I'm learning to speak, but like, I think people don't understand where I'm coming from because I don't oh, really talk not. about it. No. And you don't even understand where I'm coming from. I know. The time. It just, it, and it, it still scrambles my brain. I guess I get it now. If it's beyond or before high school. Pre-high school. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because fourth and fifth grade, I started to feel convinced that I was stupid because I went to the bottom of the gifted. I was I was like 30 in the state. I was like top 30 in the state, but I was uh-huh. at the bottom of my class and it was my whole world. And I didn't yeah. understand. I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. And I was really, really popular in like kindergarten Little through kid third. School. Little kid school, really popular. And then I went and I was just thrown into this environment and just at the bottom just, of the gifted class yeah, i was at the so bottom funny. of the gifted class so i felt stupid so stupid yeah, and then like it just kept getting... tanking and tanking and tanking and then yeah. even when i went back to middle school i just like couldn't engage i just thought it was stupid i just didn't didn't get it mm-hmm. it was being harder to be a jehovah's witness i was starting yeah. to like see through it and it was just feeling really restrictive and like yeah. i started to like a girl and then there was this another jehovah's witness kid that told my dad about it and then my dad got involved and like i ended up having to like write her a note saying i hate her and stuff like just Aww. to get it and it like really like hurt me and hurt her but like the other jehovah's witness kid was like laughing at it and stuff oh, you know God. like just this whole fucking fiasco of like shutting me down over time or me shutting me down over time but yeah, I mean, that's like, that's how I've seen this whole journey is slowly, slowly opening. And the, the yeah. biggest definitive turning point 
was, I mean, there was high school, huge definitive turning point because I saw that I was smart again. Mm -hmm. I like had no idea at that point. And then through college a little bit because I, I like was president of that fraternity <laughs> but then you you was the the most oh, definitive man. uptick definitive uptick because you had all of the you had all of the words for things that I was trying to describe I know it's weird but I, I, <laughs> I feel like role reversal I know it's weird because I couldn't put like I, I never really thought like oh I just need to be me and like share my story like my brain was so crafted from uh -huh. from the time I was really little it was crafted to like okay how do I present myself yeah in order to be good or to be a good person or to make it here so I would just play whatever yeah, game the was there chameleon stuff I was super chameleon and super clicked in so it would yep. always scramble me and I, you I'm sure you remember this it would always scramble me when I was like yeah but like why would I post that? Or why would I like share like just yeah, about you always me. argued. I know I always argued like of, of music or of other like uh -huh. I was like, yeah, but that doesn't fit. And you're like, fit what? <laughs> I'm like, but it's you. Yeah, but it didn't fit the 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 internal mechanism that I had for like, here's how I input pieces of me in order to fit what's there. Uh -huh. It's just this it's this thing and that machine grew bigger and bigger to encapsulate more of me uh -huh. but it was still like okay cool so now i can take the 70 percent of me and then i can pump it out more broadly okay uh -huh. now i can take the 71 percent of me and pump it out more broadly uh -huh. or 72 75 78 but like i don't think i really ever articulated like oh i can just be all of like every single piece of me yeah, is me is welcome here. so why wouldn't i express me yes it like never yes. clicked Yes. And it's so simple and obvious. Like looking right. looking back, I'm like, that's so dumb that that was even the thing. But yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things that you helped me with. And Aww. it's one of the biggest things I actually see you helping a lot of people with mm. in the conversations about social media, about all the things where you're like, mm -hmm. hey, you don't have to fucking, like, don't even, it doesn't even matter what they say to you. Mm -hmm. Just let, let that drop. Keep what, writing. What, keep, writing. Mm -hmm. keep, keep, keep going. More mm -hmm. of you, more of you, more mm -hmm. of you. That's the point. That energetic is encouraging you to go the other way. Yeah and share less yeah that's bullshit anything right. that's telling you to share less and be less of you yeah wrong way uh-huh it doesn't matter what the person's intention was right. or how they crafted it or what fucking thing that came from in their brain yeah. wrong way push through let yeah. that drop and keep going yeah. yeah that's the that's i think the one of the biggest things mm. that you consistently bring to me and i think everyone oh, it's really so. really cool <laughs> all those yeah. So anyway, I'm uh, yeah. I'm kind of getting hungry. Yeah, we should go eat. We can get wrapped up. Yeah, but I yeah, know. I was, oh, I was just thinking. I mean, I always give the baby shower example, but I remember a friend back in the Encinitas yep. days was like, hey, like, I really don't want to go to this party, but like my friend wants me to go. And I was like, well, okay, well, then don't go. Like, I was like, why would you go? Just don't go. Yeah. I was like, well, what do you want to do instead? And she's like, I just want to like lay in bed and watch Netflix. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, I'm exhausted, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, then do that. And it was like revolutionary. And then yeah. she ended up telling her friend like, hey, I don't think I'm going to go to the party. I'm just going to lay in bed. And the friend was like, oh, yeah, totally cool. That's uh -huh. fine. Yeah. Like it was so not a thing. Yeah. But like the it's the like people pleasing, like all of that stuff that kicks up within us yeah. or like these identifies these boxes that we've identified ourselves as even yeah. though. And I that's what we said on the mm. bonus episode the other day, too, is like like people don't know you unless you inform them of who you are. Yeah. Like that's our job is to inform people like, no, I do not do social media challenges. I do not do any of the latest hashtag trends. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name's Miriam. I do not play. <laughs> like mm -hmm. people don't know that until they learn it about me. And now they know. Mm -hmm. 
so I guarantee the next hashtag trend that comes out, I will not be invited unless it is someone that really lost their way <laughs> mm-hmm. and like was good in, a, in a copy and paste kind of mood and just sent it over. But like, I think it's our job to inform people. Like it's okay to like have all of these seemingly opposing viewpoints or these opposing opinions mm-hmm. or like these imposing opposing embodiments. Like it's okay to be a yoga teacher and to support Trump. Mm-hmm. Like who says you can't? And like, if your if your embodiment is different here, good. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sure there's a fucking organization for it. Yogi's loving Trump or something. I don't know. There's shit mm-hmm. for everything. Like we're not alone in these expressions, but I think we feel alone in them because we're not yeah. speaking them. We're not we're not engaging with reality. We're just crumpling to the boxes that we think everybody else has put us in. Yeah. But it's our job to like penetrate through stand there and say no actually this is who i am yeah and now you know yeah and like it doesn't matter they can take it or leave it they can love you or hate you Mm -hmm. it's completely irrelevant yeah the closest thing i've found to like relating to that relating that to like facebook is literally basically just ignoring the comments yeah well what's funny too is like they don't even remember they wrote it it doesn't kick up a thing until you respond and then it becomes a thing like i don't think people are the 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 keyboard warriors aren't going back and checking to see like oh did they did somebody like this did did somebody (laughs) comment like oh i need to search david's profile and then i need to search one of his old posts that i wrote a comment on 18 months ago to see if anybody ever liked it or commented on it or like did they push back on it or like oh like people don't do that like they just keep scrolling they're yeah. on to the next thing yeah like i don't i don't know i mean i've definitely commented on people's posts but i i couldn't tell you yeah like i would never think like oh i should go back and check that post that i commented sure. on like that's weird like we uh-huh. our brains aren't wired that way our we, our brains are wired for like more dopamine more addiction like more scrolling more yeah of that nonsense mm-hmm. that's funny huh yeah that we don't I, check that uh-huh because i don't think most of the time it's even our own expression like it's just our response to that other person's expression yeah yeah so, like it doesn't even it like it just drops so like it doesn't even matter no it doesn't matter at all they don't even remember that they wrote it and in that same vein it also I shouldn't guarantee. matter like what other people are saying and i think that's the thing that i've learned by watching youtubers struggle a yeah. lot because they literally they post something they get like five million views and a hundred thousand comments like fifty thousand are like you fucking suck you're the worst person eat a dick and mm-hmm. then like fifty thousand are like oh my god you're so great it's so awesome yep and i think what i've watched in youtuber psychology over the years because yep. they've all learned this as a community yeah all basically at the same time yeah is you can't take praise or criticism yeah you can't you can't let the negative comments get to you, but Mm-mm. you also can't let the positive comments get to you because right. it's the same mechanism. Yep. And as soon as you overly attach to the positive comments, yep. you're also overly overly attaching to the negative comments. Yeah. It literally doesn't matter. That's Mm-mm. not the point. Right. Right. It's not the point. Right. The point is that you're sharing your gifts with the world. The point is that you're sharing your yeah. expression with the world, radiating your essence out into mm-hmm. the world, and building the inner solidity to press the edges of what you're even capable yes. of sharing, bringing yes. through more of you. Yes. It's about more of you, not how people have responded to the right. thing previously a few days ago right. that was less than what you're capable of sharing yes. now. Like, yes. keep going, keep pushing the edges yes. as much as you possibly can. 100%. And don't look back to see how people responded to the 71% version of you right. when you're already at 73%. Just share the 73 Yes, 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 yes. A hundred percent. 
hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. That feels really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a fine line. Cause I do know, like I do notice that like when they, when they've been in the shitter for a while and then they get some nice comments on there, they're like, Oh, okay. You guys are liking this. Okay, good. And uh-huh. it like gives them the confidence to keep sticking with it and go with it again yeah. when they've like been beaten down for so long. Yeah. Um. So it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's like a snapshot and it's like, okay, cool. They're liking this. They're liking my long form co- content. They're liking my short form content. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Um, what, whichever one they're doing. It's like, okay, I'm going to keep yeah. going with that because yeah. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. But not to cave and to mold into. It's the same thing with doing yeah. like market research. Like that to me, I'm out. Like when, when people tell me like, oh, I'm going to just do some market research. I'm like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. I was interested in what you were talking about. But now that you're doing market research, like what the fuck? Like I'm not interested. I just want you to bring through the purest feed, your purest channel. And I want to be in that. Mm-hmm. I want to be with that. I want to be in that with you. Yeah. I'm not here for any of the other for like. weighing things out and seeing what people would prefer like I don't really care what Uh people prefer of me like I'm Uh just gonna keep being me and Uh if you don't prefer it that's fine fuck off and that nonchalance and solidity in that is (laughs) the thing that that like like in when I even hear you say it I can feel the piece of me that like I feel like uh I feel like Anakin Skywalker in like the Phantom Menace when he's on the like, I know, I know, but it's okay. But there's this, there's this like essentially like, um, race car Uh and there's a little rattly part in it Uh and it's like, and it's like hitting on the side of the fucking thing while he's going and it's like barely holding on. Like I, I feel like that rattly piece in me Uh when you're, when you're saying that I'm I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm with you, but like, it's fucking rattling like the, the really, really standing and like, and it truly 100% does not matter. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's being able to bring it if through. If people have an expectation of how I be and how I show up, like I'm not interested, like yeah. fuck off. You don't get yeah. to dictate that. You don't get to inform that. Mm-hmm. You don't get any say in how yep. I be in the world. Yep. I don't know. What else are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And I'm not just going to crumple and mold into like somebody's expectation of me. Mm-hmm. Somebody that probably I don't even care about because the people that genuinely yep are with me on this journey like that they, they don't care they're they're like oh mm-hmm. yeah miriam said that yeah it was a little offensive but whatever you know like it's uh-huh. not a thing but when it when yeah. it becomes a thing for the person and then they want to start informing how i start showing up that's where mm-hmm. i'm like oh no 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 yeah nobody gets to say Mm-mm, definitely not Mm-mm. yeah it's they get to say in their own life of course of but course but that's the thing they're not engaging with anyway truth truth so yeah, everyone can have their own rattly car experience of me being me, <laughs> rattling race car. Oh, my my rattly race car is me being me. <laughs> but right, you, but like, saying that, yeah, so saying yep, that yep. rattled the race car, right? And I know that's what I'm here to do. Yes, like I feel yes, very clear yes, in that. Yes. I and it's not this like I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. But I I just know that that's a part of my being and yep. how I just say things that are uh-huh. nonchalant. It's not manufactured or fabricated. It's not it's a true. model that I'm embodying it's because true. someone told me to. Yeah. Like I'm literally just saying what's this from anyone. What's here? Maybe just your mom. You got to see <laughs> the birth mom. canal, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, for uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And just saying it, and then yeah. everyone gets to have their own experience of it. But it's not my responsibility. 
because that's another weird thing like we're creating the society like masks included where like it's it's somebody else's responsibility for my health so they need to wear a mask because suddenly they're now responsible for my health like I, that's essentially what this mask thing is fucking saying yeah the narrative is oh you wear a mask for you and for me like we do this for each other we're in this together like yeah. that's the narrative but the truth is is that you're being manipulated to wear a mask so that way you can think you're a good person because now you're not getting me or other people sick but it's not yeah. your it's not your responsibility to not get me sick mm-hmm. like well, since the fuck when that makes yeah. absolutely no sense yeah and we're ignoring all of the personal choices that lead to health problems and immune decision or you know like immune, immune problems and all yeah, yeah all of it yeah we're ignoring oh, yeah. all of that uh-huh when i heard who was it was it uh it was del bigtree yeah when i heard del bigtree say like it's just like bubble boy that mm-hmm. movie yeah but it's in reverse yeah. and everyone else needs to get in their own bubbles so we can let bubble boy roam free yeah like the, when i when i really pictured that i was like that's kind of a really pertinent example like that's, that's exactly kind of mind-blowing yeah a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and he it's also like, oh no, said, these bubbles aren't here to protect you. They're here to protect me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, I know. And he also said, if you're going to make me responsible for everyone's health, then let's start with their yeah. grocery cart yeah, and get said, their fucking... Yeah, you don't want me responsible for your health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's get their Mountain Dew out of there then. Uh-huh. Like, okay, we're going to play that game. We're going to play the game that now suddenly, Miriam, you're not wearing a mask. You're a bad person. You're you're the reason why everyone in Arizona is sick. So you're responsible for their health. Oh, okay. Well, let me stand outside the fucking door of the grocery store and help these motherfuckers pick some food that's actually good for them. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck off. Like, if we're going to play that game, then we need to play it all the way out. Yep. But it's so it's it, it's that same it's the same manipulation. It's the same strategies. It's the same fucking tactics that we've been talking about this whole time. That's mm-hmm. all it is, is manipulation and not truth. Mm-hmm. And when you stand in your own truth, it rattles people's race cars and it's not up to you to unrattle them or do anything different than what you're doing mm-hmm. and trusting that when you transmit, when you channel, when you show up in the world, when you express, when you share your art, when you say what you have to say, when you type what you have to type, that you know where it comes from and you're good within yourself. Mm-hmm. So then when somebody's like, um, excuse me, my race car's rattling over here and I'm going to need you to fix this because you yeah. said something that bothered me. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm not a mechanic. Nice try. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. And if you are a mechanic, well, then maybe something you know, else is rattling for someone else. weird? <laughs> but just the, the perspective is landing more and more. It almost feels like a, like a, like a democracy that's voting to put in authoritarian like authoritarianism like yeah. it's like democratic yeah. authoritarianism yeah. like like I, we're all going to vote for what everyone needs to do yeah. or else yeah and it's all of our opinion and we all stand by it uh-huh. so you all need to do this or else that's yeah. a weird thing yeah, where exactly the majority is happening. controlling everybody else yeah I've and been, really the the majority is being swayed by someone else who's then controlling everything else like yes. there's just weird dynamics happening. I know I've been wanting to ask you about the word democracy and democratic party and like just demo, like the word like the origin of the word because yeah. they talk a lot about democracy but then I'm like oh that's interesting that there's like a democratic party or a democratic republic oh I feel like that word it doesn't I feel like everyone just says we're a democracy. Yeah, I mean, a democracy, the reason why you don't want a pure democracy is because then the majority rules over the minority. Which is so what the we're 51%. seeing. 
kind of, the 51% rules over the 49% and the 49% is completely ignored. So that's the reason why we have the electoral college. That's the reason why we have um, representatives Mm -hmm. is so that we can have people specialize to represent them. And then the the minority or the majority doesn't just take over everything. So if we voted on every single issue real time, and I've never really seen, I, I, that's how I would have preferred things. Like, a year ago totally like let's vote on every single thing real time there's an app it's just like facebook but we actually fucking make decisions instead of just hating each other on there mm-hmm. like let's make a facebook that's actually legitimately tied to our reality instead mm-hmm. of just tied to bullshitting people but i'm i am seeing it and that like whatever the majority is can just take complete dominance over yeah. the minority and that's that's the that's the balance between a democracy and a republic a republic is more so representative so it's a representative gotcha. democracy okay. versus a a pure democracy where we all gather at the city hall mm-hmm. and then we all yell and mm-hmm. then after two or three days then we make a decision <laughs> oh god yeah. Yeah. Okay. Instead, we have representatives that literally right. do that for do us. Do it instead. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to do that. I, know. I don't want like the million people in our fucking city right now to yeah. all get together and just yell at each yeah, other until awful. we come to some weird consensus. It would be nice to see people, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe we'd meet our yogis for Trump there. <laughs> yogis for Trump. <laughs> we That's all. awesome. The, the million people uh-huh. in Tucson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about that. Okay, cool. Hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It is weird. It's really weird. The whole weird. thing is just weird. But yeah, I just think it's important to just that we always continue standing in who we be in the world. And yep. that just feels like that supersedes everything. Yep. I was going to say the word Trump. That trumps everything. But I didn't want to be too Trumpy. But I just said it anyway. So here mm-hmm. we are. But it just supersedes everything. Like, that's what's really here. And like, yeah. I think there's like this whole like, we need as sovereign beings to offload the idea that we have to take personal responsibility for other people's reactions or responses oh to us. It's crazy. That doesn't make any That's sense. That's the worst to me. idea for then, a civilization. And we're fighting back against that now, like you're selfish or you're, you know, you don't care or you, whatever, all these things. There's mm-hmm. all of these like buzzwords or yeah. words that people use to describe someone that doesn't fix the rattly race to car. further dig in the dagger into the wound that right. so many of us already have. Like yeah. we're already fucking insecure. And then yeah. the, the, the narrative that comes through specifically to feed on those insecurities, yeah. it keeps people from speaking their truth period yes. because it's a scary thing to do. It's a scary yep. thing to stand up and say what you stand for yep. and not, not be received. Mm hmm. That's like, that yeah. goes against some of our core biological programming. Yep. But I'm here for it. And this is crazy. I'm, pull, I'm going to pull a thread from <laughs> okay. like an hour ago. Okay. To circle back, I said there were two reasons why I'm posting what I'm posting oh, right yeah. now. The first one is for my own inner solidity. The second one is because I know that what's coming through right now yes. is really relevant for other people. 100%. And, and what I'm watching myself share, I'm, so I keep sharing like, keep sharing your truth. Yeah. But in those posts, it's so cool watching... And I saw someone directly called it out and I was like, oh, you see what I'm doing? It's cool. Mm. And they were like, oh my God, I can't believe how much you broke that down. It was on the like, what if 90% of people would orbit out on that post? Someone was like, I can't believe how you articulated this Mm -hmm. because you're breaking all of the reasons. I feel like I'm going into that and picking the lock. I'm just like, I'm picking every single reason why someone wouldn't speak their truth over time and then reiterating it over and over again. That's what my channel is right now. That's the thing that's coming through in my writing is like, here's every reason why you wouldn't, but it comes through and like, 
here's every reason why I haven't. Yeah. And here's why I've, I've seen that it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it's picking different locks every single time. Mm-hmm. And my, my hope is that it's not only helping me to build my inner solidity, yeah. but it's also then of pressing course. the edges of, of, of others so that they can be more free to say of what they're course. saying. Of course. When we're connected to our own connection and not yeah. the collective connection and not to anybody else's script or narrative outside yeah. of ourselves. I know it's, not, it's hard to believe that that's possible, mm-hmm. but when you're connected to your own inner knowing, your own inner light, your own inner truth, what you're here to transmit is absolutely needed on the planet. Yes. To think otherwise is a complete fucking lie. Yes. And I'm sick of people not saying what they're actually here to say. Yep. And yes, you can make money in it regardless of what the market data says. Oh, yes, you'll be fully like, taken what? care of regardless yeah. of what of how much money you think the people have in the industry that you're doing or what kind of offerings you're being guided to put out, things will continue to work out, but you got to trust it a hundred percent or zero. Do something fucking else. Right. Don't trust it 50%. Yeah. Cause that's a losing game. Yeah. That is a losing game and it leads to so much misery. It is the worst path. Yeah. It is so much better to ride the dark fucking train into oblivion and to watch it happen to you yep. than to, to kind of hop back and forth and go through. It's like years of endless suffering yeah. of just enough light and just enough truth to carry me and keeping me from crashing yep. into the hard life lesson. That's trying to show yeah. me what this thing is playing out. Right. I keep just kind of, oh, all right. All right. Hey, light, will you take me back now? Oh my God, mm-hmm. God, please help me to make an offering. That's so true or mm-hmm. inspire my business. And then like, oh yeah, thanks for the idea. All right. Back to manipulating people mm-hmm. and like fucking all the old same scripts. Yep. Like, oh no, yep. oh no, it's not working again. Like, like that yep. fucking, that rigmarole, that's your word. It, it is just, it is miserable. Yeah. It's miserable, miserable, miserable. Yeah. And when you're plugged into your own light and your own inner knowing, like you're not a keyboard warrior. No. Just period. That's not where the light lives. <laughs> I the must only, say. The only place Even you're if typing... they're positive comments, I still don't think the light lives in the comment section. Yes. Period. Yes. Ever. There's definitely shades of gray in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only place that the light will use you as a keyboard warrior is on your own fucking feed, yes. sharing your own truth, sharing yes, the things I that agree. are really, really scary and right at the edges of, of what you are. Yep. 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 And I would love to see more like encouraging comments of actually seeing people for what they're actually doing and mm-hmm. not just berating them. Mm-hmm. Like I think of Jillian Anderson being so open about feminism is ironic. Oh my God. Yeah. It's amazing. And like sharing more of herself and her truth. And so I haven't been on Instagram, so I don't really know what's going on over there, but I, I love it. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's interesting to me that people would even take the time to report it and that they would comment something rude. And like, mm-hmm. don't you just, un- don't you just unfollow and like, just keep going? Like, don't you just keep living your life? Like, don't you recognize how much internal work she's done to get to this place to even speak openly mm-hmm. about it? Like, can't you see that? Like, how can, how can you not see that in someone that feels so fucking yeah. obvious? That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, she has been doing so much goddamn work. Mm-hmm. Because to come out and say this is really fucking bold. Yeah. And maybe I can see it because we're fucking living it too and pressing onto these edges like because it's here. I don't know. We do it too. Yeah. So maybe that's why I can see it. But I just wish that and I hope that other people can start to see it too and recognize whether you agree with their truth or not, whoever they are, it's recognizing how much inner work they've done to even get to this place. Oh, yeah. When you're in the arena, you see the other gladiators and you know exactly who's fucking playing and you know exactly what they look like and exactly what they sound like because you know what it feels like to say something like that. You know how hard it is. You know how difficult and how much time it takes to cultivate that much internal awareness. First off, that you're even afraid to say it or, or around it mm-hmm. and then to say it anyway I know my god 
I know Chelsea texted me after our bonus podcast saying she, she could feel how hard it was for me to say um, when we were talking about dark and light. And I was like, yeah, it's just pure fucking satanic. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to say satanic. And it is hard for me to talk about the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's easier. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, easier but now. Like now it's like not a fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, totally, totally. That's how it works. That's I the know. progress. It moved, The line it, it moves, moves so every quick. time. It moves so quick. That's too. the thing we miss. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now I'm like, of course, it's uh-huh. a dark agenda. Duh. Yeah. If you can't see it, I don't know. Do the bajillion hours that we did of research. I'm not here to educate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> you pulled that line. That's funny. What? The, I'm not here to educate thing. That's like a really big. Uh, that's what a big that? like social justice warrior phrase. Oh, when funny. they're right. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. You got to do your own research. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is so terrible. And you're like, why is it terrible? And they're like, I'm not here to educate you. Oh, it's their yeah. out. Oh, that's, oh, that's not my out. I can talk about it for days, yeah. but yeah. not here. Yeah. Well, I want to eat. I want to wrap up. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't mean it like that at all. I know, I know, I know. Oh, it's just funny. funny. It's just funny. That's funny. It's oh. different. Yeah, no, different. no, no. I'm, I'm not saying you're doing to, that. I'm happy to chat about the cabal and the dark agenda and the satanic rituals and all of that stuff. Yeah, our podcast last week. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, let's... Uh, see what we got here cool awesome that's awesome good stuff well thanks for tuning in yeah. everyone this has been well, very lovely see you next time yeah we'll see you next week we will uh talk to you soon same time same place same time same place and uh this will be up sometime within the next 24 hours for the audios <laughs> audio all right all right bye for now bye up to this grounded existence left by soul where the world stands witness in my mind i'm all alone stuck in time but in my soul i always know i am more